1: We go with a little with James Brown. Uh, say it loud, I'm black and proud. Kind of a cool story with this song. Um, so it was written by James Brown and his band leader, Alfred P. Wee Ellis, in 1968. And um, it was uh, became an unofficial anthem of the black power movement. And in the song, of course, James Brown addresses the prejudice towards uh, black people in America and the need for for empowerment and he thinks we demand a chance to do things for ourselves. We're tired of beating our head against the wall and working for someone else. And the song's call and response chorus is performed by a group of young children. And oh, you cool. hear that mm-hmm. who respond when he says, say it loud. And I'm black and I'm proud. And the song was recorded in um, L.A. with about... Thirty young kids uh, from Watts and the Compton area. Sure, okay. Doing that mm-hmm. call and and response. So and of course, the song's opening um, thing. You know, with your bad self is you know another long list of James Brown um, nicknames. His bad self you know, Godfather, Soul, everything else, but he he would refer to himself. So we had to play that. I know. Okay.
2: All right. All right. So um, TV Guide came out with, TV Line came out with the top rated um, most watched shows on TV and and some that are returning. And so I'm curious because on here, it um, talks about overall, overall by demo, NBC Sunday Night Football is just like, Kick spot on everybody in Thursday Night Football, second, and then it goes to the Mask Singer. It's that many more viewers, and then it goes to This Is Us the Bachelor. But I wanted to tell you something. I'm seeing something in the lowest rated renewed shows scripted in the 18 to 49 demo, which you and I are a part of some days. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie Keene, they're saying, was renewed. Yay! On the CW.
1: That's such a good show, mm-hmm. you guys. That is just the bubblegum confection. Fewest total need.
2: viewers, Dynasty has lost year over year, twenty five percent of their audience, they're under a million right now, but they're renewed. So
1: it's such a good show. I think but I
2: saw that on Netflix, so I think as is these shows get on the streaming services for some reason. They get discovered, they it's get like discovered.
1: people watching Rain, which was on the CW oh, for seven networks about yes. the young Mary Queen of Scots, and it, it has this whole new lease on life and all kinds of people watching it. Right.
2: Oh my gosh, Leah Michelle is trending. Mm-hmm. Wow. We talked about her from Glee and how she is just was the meanest.
1: Yeah. The meanest.
2: The meanest.
1: Okay, so here's uh, George Clooney wrote an article uh, for the Daily Beast. And just speaking his mind, he calls for lasting change amid Nationwide Black Lives Matter, claiming racism is our pandemic. Yes. And um, he writes a really amazing essay. um, It was actually published yesterday. He said, how many times have we seen people of color killed by the police and then he names you know, Tamar Rice, Philando Castillo, Laquan McDonald and he said, we don't know when these protests will subside, we hope and pray no one else will be killed, but we also know that very little will change and so he's he's speaking out and he's just like probably Amal helped him with the letter I, just well, I was feel just like, going to say you I, know, I she's like so she good would. but also, you know, there was um, he didn't say anything on, on um, in his, you know, Daily Beast thing, but um, there was this charity scammer who uh, falsely claimed that she worked with George Clooney and Matthew McConaughey for years. Oh, getting serious? Money. Mm-hmm. Oh, serious? Since 2006, it's not true. She's never worked with him, never worked with, uh, uh, and she was trying to sell tickets for like charity events and... I mean, it's really amazing the ballsy scammers that are out there mm-hmm. and they're saying still so, with this COVID, Oh, still the the scamming is I real. I thought it's of that happening. when I was
2: pay- prepaying my test and everything, if this was for real, but I know it was for real. Yeah. Yeah. But how did you know? Cause I had three other locations and I kept going and looking at all the different websites. Yeah. So that was kind of how I figured out. Tiger Woods issued a statement, um, just his heart goes out to George Floyd, his loved ones, and all of us who are hurting right now. I've always had the utmost respect for our law enforcement. Um, they train so diligently, understand how and when and where to use force. This shocking tragedy clearly crossed that line. I remember the L.A. riots and learned that education is the oh, best yeah, path Rodney forward. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, we can make our points without burning the neighborhoods we Did live in. do you give any
1: money? I don't. I He will, I feel like, too. but I don't know. You don't know that. I don't know that. J.J. Uh, J. Abrams and his production company, Bad Robot. Yes, um who gave... is
2: responsible for so many, including Star Wars, mm. including...
1: That's right. They pledged $10 million. Good for and him. And dividing up between the Equal Justice Initiative, Black Futures Lab, Know Your Rights Camp, which is the Colin Kaeper- Kaepernick, Kaepernick Black yeah. Lives Matter, specifically... L.A. and the Community uh, Coalition. So that's some serious money right, right. there, $10 million. And it'll be, um, let's see, what did he say? Yeah, he wanted to spread it out to specific uh, things. And then um, our, uh, you know, we kind of, we, we didn't get to this story, but I did laugh this weekend just for a second when I saw that, um you know, the headline, her billionaire status is as fake as her lips. Oh, would you please? I, I, oh, Kylie like Jenner, I couldn't read the story. Kylie Jenner faked her way to billionaire status, so says Forbes magazine. She used bogus tax returns to earn the crown of Forbes' youngest ever self-made billionaire. Don't think. The devil works harder than Chris Jenner because the devil doesn't. Um, yeah, it was a they they yanked that title from her on Friday. They issued a scathing report. They published it on Friday. Um, they said uh, she's just under nine hundred million dollars. The magazine writes, Kylie's, I wish they would have written her billionaire status is as fake as her lips, but they they did not. Wait a
2: minute. So seriously, <laughs> they are
1: saying that she faked all of it? She, she used bogus tax returns to prove because, you know, they don't just take people's word for how much money they have when they come up with these lists. Here's what they are you Ky- sure? Because it seems like they do. <laughs> yeah, Kylie's business... Well, yeah, but you go to the trouble of oh, making, making, making fake making things. Kylie's business is significantly smaller and less profitable than the family spent years leading the cosmetic industry and media outlets, including Forbes, to believe. Oh, I bet Cody is mad oh, they paid for that. They paid a ton
2: of money for that. They are
1: accused of giving the magazine forged draft tax returns With inflated numbers to help get a Forbes cover for Kylie after her sister landed, Kim, landed the cover in July of 2016. The magazine said it was likely that the Jenners trumped up the success of Kylie Cosmetics every year since 2016. Oh my God. Well, we can't prove that those documents were fake, though it's likely, it's clear that Kylie's camp has been lying. They don't go, they don't say that they're. Falsifying the tax returns, they're saying that the tax returns that they got were, um, you know, little judged up. (laughs) A source. I want to judge mine. A source (laughs) close to the Kardashians and Jenners told the Post the famous family is driven by sibling rivalry, saying Kylie's path to billionaire status was a carefully crafted PR stunt. Okay. To. All the Kardashian girls are screaming for uh, attention. Among the jenners there's always a discussion about which girls would be the most successful and who has the most talent. Remember, she sells to Cody for $600 uh, million. And Forbes said it was given documentation showing Kylie Cosmetics made $360 million in 2018 and three hundred. million. 30 million the year before. But in reality, filings from the publicly traded Cody, the parent company of CoverGirl, showed that Kylie Cosmetics did 125 million in 2018, not 360 million. And the alleged cosmetic cover up was the worst kept secret among beauty industries, Forbes magazines. But why
2: would they pay for that?
1: Don't know. Okay. This was a deliberate strategy to brand Kylie as a business mogul. They aggressively pitched Forbes to put Kylie on the cover as the world's youngest billionaire, and Forbes fell for it. Everyone in the beauty branding business knew Kylie's net worth was inflated. So Forbes' new net worth of under $900 million includes the $430 million she got from Cody after she sold it and after taxes and... Um, I feel, like remember, Kylie- I feel like we had fights about this. We did. Remember. Yep. And also <laughs> Kylie denied using lip fillers, even yeah, though I we
2: all oh, saw geez. our eyes. And I, and I just looked at i a thing about Chloe and what she used to look like. And, and now I don't even know who she is.
1: Yeah. 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 It's
2: just completely different.
1: And 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 Chris Jenner wanted Kylie to unseat Mark Zuckerberg as the youngest self-made Jeez, billionaire who ever. Who
2: thinks that way? Because he
1: was 23 when he earned that title. Well, Chris Jenner thinks that way. He does.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's Chris <laughs> Jenner. Doesn't and your brain take a break from. Well, and in one of these things too, and that's why I'm not a millionaire because <laughs> it does. <laughs> this Forbes article, they go on to say. That Cody's purchasing agreement at Kylie Cosmetics lists KMJ 2018 irrevocable trust controlled by Kristen M. Jenner as owning a profit interest in Kylie Cosmetics. I mean, going into the specifics, it's that, you know, Kylie Jenner being this self-made millionaire. Well, uh, billionaire. billionaire, excuse me. Well, you know, Chris uh, Jenner's kind of a dr- in the driver's seat. Kylie Jenner is more of the marketing mechanism and, the you know, to get the press out there and that right. she's the face and it's sexy to be the youngest self-made billionaire out there. Yeah, well, I it wanna... would
2: be. I wish it was me.
0: And I mean, but okay.
2: honest to Pete, think we,
1: of that. You were defending her. I, and I, did. I was Wait, not. Lori and I,
2: Holly, you weren't with us at the no. time. I mean, you were not. And I'm just like.
1: No, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, but well, I'm not
2: even embarrassed. You... I just don't think that way. I don't think of blatantly lying to get an award.
1: PR PR but see that's why you
0: do that and I don't Mm -hmm. I'm just I can't even imagine as the quote says in Forbes (laughs) you have to remember they're in the entertainment business everything in entertainment has to be exaggerated to get attention
2: we're in entertainment I can't do it though no No.
0: but yeah so I, I it's unusual that Forbes
1: would call them out on that because so, that's on them that so this story is for the people who were like uh saying to us would you girls please go back to talking about the Kardashians <laughs> there you go. There that's you go. for you there you go that is a story for you also um Sharon Stone oh my gosh she she oh. hasn't had her hair done for a while and she did a little Instagram video yesterday and she just did a little Instagram on how to make a safe room in your house um, amongst the protests. She has a scarf in her hair, and she's got some glasses, and she slapped on some red lipstick. And she, Lori it, it was did say
2: to me, though, Holly, I'm not liking
1: Sharon's look. Uh, well, I didn't like the look in that Instagram video. I'm not going to lie. I'm not... I'm not going to lie, I didn't like it. But I like the red (laughs) lipstick. But she advised people to put some blankets and pillows in the tub in case you're going to need to sleep there. Also some things you can eat, some fruit or protein bars. And bring your cameras, your phones, and your chargers and um, don't panic. Weird. And if you think you're going to panic, take your panic medications in there. Okay. And... Um, this seems really
2: odd. Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. And she doesn't drink, so that she might have overdosed on panic medication
0: when she was writing this. Ooh, it's very Norma Desmond. Isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Doesn't she look...
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I mean, Hollywood people, like, it was interesting. Last week, we were hearing from our friends all around the country. Absolutely. Then... This weekend we were reaching out to our friends who live in New York, who live in LA LA, and Seattle. Seattle and all of this because everything was everything that had been happening here was happening there. And so it was just like like my girlfriend who lives in Soho, you know, she's just like, Whoa, I I couldn't believe it was happening and then it was happening there. And so it was just sort of like the reverse where people here, then we're reaching out because we're like, we kind of know what that All these
3: crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener, hosted the Unidentified Alien Podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo.
0: And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: It's like to go through that and have that happen in your neighborhood or right. whatever. And um, so there we go. All right, listen, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks uh, for hanging out with us. Of course, that's uh, Beyonce Formation, which, of course, was on her amazing Lemonade album. And I do love how in the opening lines of that song, you got the sirens in the background and y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mass referencing, you know, uh, the rumors about the singer's connection to the, you know, all the popular conspiracy theories about the Illuminati and Julia. Do you oh, even know what the how, Illuminati is?
2: No. Holly, I <laughs> yes? have no idea how many years Lori would try to tell me, and I'm like, is it like the mafia? What is the Illuminati? Oh, it's I just finally gave up. She did. I finally it's kinda gave like up. anonymous. I mean, when you've been trying to describe these things, I just quit. Yeah. Oh, the Illuminati is it goes back centuries. centuries. She Julia. She did th- mm. I, it Trust back. me. We were in a car ride from Chicago to uh the horse race one day and you, you told me all about the um family. Oh,
1: yeah, the Illuminati.
2: And the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And I just sat there and I just keep letting her talk because I'm fascinated. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I didn't absorb <laughs> one thing and I'm like, what? What? Hmm. What? All right. All right. What were we talking about before we cut off to the break? Oh, Kylie Jenner's last Kylie Jenner and her mom being uh outed by four magazines as oh. faking their billionaire status. As a PR stunt move, and they very much regret putting her on the cover and saying she's the youngest self-made billionaire ever because she dummied up the tax returns. Did have they responded to that? Yeah, well, Kylie did. She's like, "Oh, woke up this morning, and I didn't dummy anything." Well, she probably doesn't know. You know, Chris Jenner probably took care of the business side of getting everything. Oh, she's so, so so. She can really claim that, right?
2: You know, all right. But there was some headline. I think Holly, you might have seen it about her buying up a bunch
0: of um buying and selling a bunch of houses. Oh yeah. Well, this has been happening for the past couple of months. So months. Oh, months. Okay. So this has been happening here on April 28th. Kylie Jenner bought a thirty-six point five million dollar mansion, adding it to her portfolio of real estate. Then a couple weeks later, she bought 15 million dollars worth of real estate in Hidden Hills, California. That's the neighborhood where sister Kim and Kanye live uh, near Jessica Simpson lives there, too. Yeah. So that's right on near Calabasas. So out in Los Angeles. Then there was a headline on May 5th saying Kylie Jenner buys a 15 million dollar vacant Hidden Hills lot. So that's 69 million dollars. She's thrown down a lot of money on real estate in a very short amount of time there's just some questions sometimes that when people are throwing down money like that in a very short amount of time, what does it mean? I'm, what does it mean? I'm I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm not I'm saying, so- I'm
0: just saying, right? <laughs> that that just speaks to me, okay. Are these, what are these? Are these investments? Are they, I mean, are you going to be living in these houses? What are you doing with all of that cash and you're putting it into certain uh, real estate things? And I, you know, mm-hmm. now in light of all of the stuff that we're learning about Kris Jenner possibly fudging tax returns to Forbes magazine, I'm just saying that uh-huh. there are things that could be happening here. It could just be very innocent. It could just be a business move. Right. I don't know. All right. Is what I'm saying. What Put on your tinfoil hat. What would be the I bad side of that? Would it be oh, like, the bad side of that?
1: Yeah. Would it be like a money laundry type of thing or... Lori. Who knows? I'm just... I'm, okay. I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> well, uh, by the way, Prince Philip turned 99 years old no. today. The Duke of Edinburgh and the Queen... Had a just a simple lunch at Windsor Castle today because of course um you no know, no party with, with, with the with <laughs> with the Rona. And he probably is sick of parties. Yeah, he's uh no the kids won't be stopping by or anything. And yeah, he's ninety-nine years old and he's been in uh at Windsor Castle with the Queen since before Easter, it is the longest period the couple have spent together there for as long as anyone can remember. Do you think they're playing gin? Uh, I think they're drinking gin. Well, I know they drink. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and he's largely lived at Wood Farm on the Queen's on the Sandringham Estate, apart from these brief visits. So, uh, yeah, I guess he did a a Zoom. And telephone calls with uh, Prince Charles and Harry and Megan and William and Kate, and a small number of public birthday wishes will be released um, because he turned 99. Um, but the Royal High, his Royal Highness, Prince Philip, does not like a big fuss. But yeah, he and the Queen have never spent this much time together. Ever. You think they're married stay for, together? They've <laughs> been married 72 years or whatever the hell it is. So. Um, yeah, just he's not one for a fuss. Oh, And wow. his, his cousin and childhood friend, Myra Butter, who's Lady Myra Butter, excuse me, she's 95. Um, they share a great, great grandfather, uh, Tsar Nicholas of Russia. You know, yes, the one who got, yes, 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 yes. Um, he's just got an incredibly active mind and he's a great reader, Prince and Prince Philip? Philip yeah. He Can you, you imagine to your cousin is 95 no. and you're 99? But mm-hmm. what a... Yeah.
2: They live forever in that mm-hmm. family. Wow. Yeah. It helps to be royal. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live that long. I don't want to be that... Don't and, jinx
1: yourself. Knock on well, wood. You, you can't I know. say anything right. about anything. What if you're like Prince Philip and you're... Liv- you you're if still I'm driving, and if in I'm good driving, well, and... he
2: shouldn't be driving. But if I have my own property, he only because... drives around the property. If I can drive no. my golf cart,
0: yeah, <laughs> whatever. I'm just You'll teasing. Probably groom your eyebrows a little better than him. Yeah, right. This is true.
1: <laughs> if if Lori's around, she can help me. <laughs> All right, listen, we'll be back. We're going to talk to, I know the governor is speaking right now. We're going to just talk with Paul Folger, get an update on everything that's going on uh, in the Twin Cities. And we'll be right back. Here in he situated. is. He's coming. Oh, come on All in, right. Paul. He's coming to our
2: studio. Okay. Hello,
3: friends.
1: All right. Hi, Hi friends.
3: Sorry, there's a, there's a button in there that I don't know what to push. Oh, okay. no. it's, oh dear. And I apologize. That's okay. So <laughs> I I know one button and that's it. And that's that, it. beyond that, if, if something else has switched, I don't know. Um, Hello, Uh, uh, I I have an update for you guys. I know, uh, you know, a lot of things are happening all the time. Of course, the big announcement that we have today, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota state leaders announced a civil rights investigation has now been launched into the entire Minneapolis Police Department. State leaders said the investigation will look back 10 years into whether systemic racism within the department led to discrimination of people of color. So you're seeing things That's happen. going to
1: be a shocking report. Yes, it is.
3: Yeah. It's going to take some time, you know, certainly you're going to go back 10 years mm-hmm. and all of that. So that's going to take I mean, some time made TMZ, to get through. TMZ
1: you guys.
2: That well, news. I, well, it's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's huge news. I I to
1: investigate yes, and yes. do that and it's much needed and probably way 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 long overdue.
3: And they're asking anyone to come forward if they have anything to mm-hmm. add to anything. So that's something else that they are doing, you know. And so that's kind of a big thing that is happening okay. today. We're getting information. Uh, some of these things we talked about earlier today at 3.30. The the special memorial f- service for George Floyd is going to be this Thursday in Minneapolis. That's over at North Central University here In Minneapolis. It's It's from one to three. Yeah. Reverend Al Sharpton is going to be delivering the eulogy. uh, And the family members are going to be. Now, he grew up in Houston, Texas, and that's where he's going to be laid to rest. Right. So, And uh, Lori, I know that we talked about, I've been watching for you because (laughs) uh, bus service and light rail is suspended. And so we're really waiting to hear from them. And we have been promised an answer before Uh, Six o'clock tonight, so I am checking one more time here before I tell you. um, Oh, two minutes ago. Are we ready? Okay, I'm reading this with you. Bus and North... This is from their Twitter page. Bus and North Star Service will resume Wednesday, June 3rd. Light rail may resume on Thursday, June 4th. So an update tomorrow by 6 p.m. about the following day. So we're they're really taking this day by day, okay? So bus and North Star service resumes tomorrow, Wednesday. Light rail looks like it's not resuming yet. So that's going to be.
1: That's got to be. I mean, I understand. It's got to be hard for people to get around. I mean, I have a girlfriend who works at a doggy daycare place on university. She's downtown St. Paul. She she hasn't been able to get to work.
3: Yeah, she relies on the rail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She
1: relies on the rail or the bus. And she says she looked it up and it would take her two hours to walk. Wow. Oh, interesting.
2: Because you can do that that on your phone. (laughs) Because I (laughs) tried to look up a map sometimes (laughs) and it's like it'll take you 15 days to get there. And yes. what am I on? Right. Walking. Yeah. Right.
3: You know, one person that I know is going to be thrilled about this is I don't know if you guys saw Stephanie Wilford over the weekend. We interviewed her, and she was a lady uh, that she Was she was the one crying? crying. Oh yes. my gosh, that yes. was I was crying right along yes. with her. How am I gonna so, get anywhere? So the fifth, yes. So she lives near the fifth precinct. And where this is it's just off Nicollet. So, you know, sometimes when we talk about precincts, it's hard to know where that is. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about where the 5th precinct is. It's like Nicollet, and you know where Kmart is. Mm-hmm. The only Kmart we have, the ends yeah. right there at that T. I
2: didn't know they were still open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They
3: are, you know, I think it got looted, mm-hmm. um, and they were kind of on the yeah. just about to close kind of thing. Um, but uh, you heard her say, you know, my stores, this Office Depot, this dollar store, Uh, It might be an office max. I know that area really well. Mm -hmm. There's so many things right there and they were all messed up. They were, some of them were burned and looted and broken into. And she said, I can't get anywhere because of the light rail. Right. So I know that she's going to be thrilled to hear that. And you know, there's a GoFundMe page that's been set up for her, too. Okay, oh,
2: I, I feel that. really, because I this interview was so powerful, Paul. Yes. 100. When you guys did it, and then she talked about feeling unsafe and scared in her building, but yeah. it was locked. Yeah. I mean, that was a really moving, you guys have done a really good job. I just yeah. want to compliment yeah. our, our media. Yeah, I mean, wow. You.
3: Ben Henry was out that morning and talked to her, I believe it was Saturday morning, and she said, I saw all of these, you know, rioters, because at that point, they're not protesting, they're Mm -hmm. rioting and Mm -hmm. making just a crazy, uh, scene of everything. And it frightened her so bad. And then she said she saw the national guard and that, that made her feel a little bit better, but she was just terrified. Mm -hmm. And I really felt like, you know, she really said it for the folks that, you know, are like watching this and this happening in their own backyard, Mm -hmm. right there. So scary. And what's her last name? So Um, her name is Stephanie Wilford. Okay. Okay. So there's a GoFundMe page to raise $10,000 for her. You want me to tell you where it is right now? Yeah. $16,000. Oh, yes. Is awesome. Yes. I love being able to say something like that. And and, and is uh,
1: it, does she want to get it, it moved to a different place? I, or I, you know, I don't know. We're, I it. think
3: we're actually working to, to catch up with her. Okay. You know, Ben Henry. Uh, was the one that, that talked to her. And so he's been talking to her, I think, some more trying to track her down and make sure and all that well, stuff. Well, I mean, but... you
1: just, when her, she was, I thought that could be anybody's anybody? mom or yes. auntie or yes. anybody. I mean, she was just so distraught. And I just thought, that's right. How are people going to get anywhere? Yeah. Where are they going to shop? Where are they yeah. going to go? And the community has stepped up. There's so many efforts. That...
3: <sighs> they have. You know, oh. um, we also, right in that area is a place called uh, Ron Rongo's. Rongos, yes, he is a guy named G there, mm-hmm. and he owns an auto body shop. Not a body shop; it's an auto repair shop, and it was torched too. I think it actually caught fire because, like O'Reilly's, was torched, yes. and then wow. his place mm-hmm. caught fire. And we just had a story on him. He he came here, and from from I forget where he came from, I, I it, it escapes me, but he came to America for a, a better life. And then he had this happen. And, you know, he had this, his first thing that he bought here was a tow truck. Oh. Many, many years ago, a tow mm-hmm. truck. And he still had that tow truck and it was his tow truck. Mm-hmm. And he said, it just broke his heart because this was his symbol of his Door into America and creating his own living Capitalism was this, and was this tow yeah. truck, and then he had this business. So he does plan to rebuild, which is really great. Really happy. Lloyd's to hear Pharmacy
2: that. does as well. People. Lloyd's they, Pharmacy yeah. is going to come back. I'm on your page, yeah, yes. Okay. So
3: mm-hmm. many things are 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 going to come back. So we love hearing all of these stories that are, you know are about to happen over at 38th in Chicago, where all of this happened. There are these great memorials and and there's a barbecue going on there right now hopefully the rain looking oh, whoa, out at the skies it's it probably going to uh, have to put a damper on that for a little bit but so many things just going on we're st- now starting you know i think we we're over thank goodness the the rioting and, and the mad crazy things like that mm-hmm. that we saw overnight and now is the time for Minnesotans to to come together and peaceful protesting is still gonna go on and and, I feel like it's yeah, we had two We had we had one over there. I believe uh, uh, the one there was one at st. Paul today and it was organized by students
1: Oh awesome.
3: How oh, great, wow. right? Wow, does that
1: make your heart. You know. Did you guys cover the uh, Native American women that were doing the dance? I think was that um, yesterday. So
3: there the, there were different dances different, going okay. on all of the, all, all weekend long okay. and but you have seen all those beautiful uh things that they costumes, wear. Yes. Yeah, and that uh, we saw that, we saw that yeah um co- the cultural dances and we saw one of those on Saturday, over in front of the Fifth Precinct, mm-hmm. there were that was when like thousands of people were there Saturday, mm-hmm. and all at once they just all stopped marching, sat down, and then then these folks just emerged and, and started start doing these things. Yeah, it was it was amazing. it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. So, so many things. I, I hope that we continue to see more. Of the, of the positive of the positive and peaceful protests that we have been seeing the, the past couple of days. We're still under a curfew, by the way. Thank you for reminding yeah. people. Yeah. Cause ten, it, 10 tonight till 4. Okay. So the highways will not close.
1: And do they think that, do you know if that's going to extend, or we don't I, know? We're just tomorrow, waiting we'll find to find out. out. Yeah,
3: it's kind of, I think all of this stuff continues to be okay. kind of wait and see, and they take it day by day. So. All right. There you go. Thank,
1: thank you. you, very you. Much. Thanks, we appreciate it. You got
3: it, ladies. We'll, see you later.
1: We'll see you later. And of course, that's uh, Paul Folger, KSP, Channel Five, Eyewitness News. And you can uh, watch them uh, at six o'clock. They're on right now. You can watch them at ten. And you can I watch them noticed- at forty-five. You
2: can watch them everywhere. I really have relied on them.
1: I mean, that, that's been one thing. I've not watched very many television shows or like any of my shows of or anything not. in the DVR because no. I'm watching the news, but. Casey and I did dip back in and we got halfway through the infuriating, but yet fascinating. What? 30 for 30, the Lance oh, Armstrong. Oh, I watched
2: the whole second one.
1: Oh, you did? I, yeah, I have notes. We're halfway through. Oh, my gosh. He, he is, is, a is an ego. Me- my word, he is a dinkus moranus. Beyond. Unbelievable. I've been, and still he thinks he's okay. He yes. has it, no remorse. He no, does it's, it's really... It's, it's it.
2: difficult to watch, but yes. yet he was, and how he just stuck to the story, and then Tyler Hamilton, that was when he was on his team, when he threw him under the bus, I mean, listening to his team players, and like Greg, and Greg Lamont, Lamont didn't have anything against
1: him, and suddenly, you know, he really, I mean the one good thing that he did was the, the live strong absolutely, and everything that that cancer to charity did, you know, the woman who was talking about how the fertility um treatments were paid Paps, for there that were, was something that was the one good yes. thing that I' like, okay, that was a that was the amazing thing, but he absolutely has zero. Remorse, and I remember him
2: because he talks about him biking around with Robin Williams and with um, Matthew McConaughey, and I think Robin dumped him before he passed. Mm-hmm. I I just was thinking, wow, he just blew the smoke, pulled the smoke over everyone's eyes, and that he didn't really like Cheryl, but didn't want to break up with her. Have oh, you seen that part no, yet? No, I haven't. I haven't oh, seen that gosh. part yet. He is just something. <laughs> that thirty for thirty on Lance, I mean, it is compelling television. I will say,
1: but maddening at oh, the same time. I, I, I write
2: just... notes. I'm like, who? who is this crazy man and we oh,
1: yeah. I feel had yeah. yeah all right listen we'll, we'll be uh, right back with uh Dakota Johnson telling her neighbor Jimmy Kimmel that their other neighbors suck it's pretty funny <laughs> okay. that is beautiful and amazing andra day yes, her song rise up and uh That song really put her on the map, and uh, when she was asked what inspired her to write Rise Up, she said that her musical and personal life were stagnating at the time, and a friend of mine had been diagnosed with cancer. Rise Up started out as sort of a prayer. I thought about what I needed to hear to be able to get back on my feet, and most of the song came streaming out in the first freestyle recording. Honestly, there are lines in there I'd normally find cliche, but sometimes... A good cliche is exactly what you need in a moment of hopelessness. And then uh, Black Lives Matter matter uh, had adopted the song as its unofficial anthem. And um, she just really was so honored about that because, of course, Black Lives Matter, matter represents, you know, standing up to oppression and persecution. And it's, uh, Andrew said, I realize I need to use my platform. To serve oh, the community. Beautiful. So yeah, that's a beautiful song. A lot of people always call her Audra Day. I always
2: call her it, It's it, Andra Day. It's Andra Day.
1: And uh, that's that's the song Rise Up.
2: Well, we um other things that are happening, um, boxer Floyd Merriweather is gonna pay for George Floyd's funeral. Um he has he's gonna handle the cost of the funeral on June 9th in Floyd's hometown of, of Houston, as well as other expenses. He's also offered to pay for the services in Minnesota, and there's going to be services in North Carolina as well. Okay. And um, he he said that you know the family would probably get mad that his people leaked the news, but um, he just feels like this is the right
1: thing to do. All right. So. Well, Ted Cruz is trying to pick a fight with Deborah Messing. Not much is happening on Twitter. People are really doing doing the silent thing. Yes. It's just like. You know what is going on, and I just you know it's like oh, they Ted Cruz is trying to pick a fight with Deborah Messing. I'm going to bet Deborah Messing is going to win that one. I feel like he might have
0: better things to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so I just wanted to tell the story real yeah. real quick. So this uh, happened um, last week, and Dakota Johnson was on her was on Jimmy Kimmel show. Their next door neighbors. Are you kidding me? No, and um, if you if you need to see, if you want to see an inspiring, amazing movie, The Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, yep. it's so <gasps> so good with yeah. Dakota and Shia. Did you see that Shia LaBeouf? I did. It's, That's it, an amazing, wasn't that an amazing movie. Oh boy! Anyway, she was on Kimmel's show. I think it was last week. Either it must have been Thursday, and she was over the hedge fence between the two properties. Okay, and she was wearing an enormous. Fuchsia dress that she just said, you know, someone gave her for wearing for something. Balloon sleeves. She said it was straight off the runway and smelled like her feet. And it was a perfect outfit for a socially distanced interview where you could only see her from the chest up. And my favorite part of the interview is when she talks smack about the neighbors that they have. And um, she said um, apparently her neighbors called a tow truck on her car. Oh, yeah. And
2: Cause she didn't have it. She parked it on the street. Well, or something. He, or?
1: He, Jimmy said, after we saw each other at the event, you and I were chatting near the bar and two of our neighbors came up and you said, did you guys tell my grandfather's truck? And it was very clear that they did. They got nervous and they disappeared. Oops. She said, I don't know why I turned into Medusa and confronted it uh, on that. And Jimmy's like, if I have problems on the block, I'm going to come and find you because I laughed about it the whole night. And, and then he's like, is your neighbors, you know. Been any fallout? And she right. said, "No, I completely scared them. They avoid me like crazy." But her grandfather left her this cool old beater truck, like a ninety-five F one
2: hundred and fifty. I knew it was going to be F My
1: stepfather had an F one hundred and fifty. He refused to get rid of it. He loved that car, and uh, they just kept calling. We don't want to look at it uh, at it anymore. So they called me at it, toad. So anyway.
2: Sometimes though you you got- and she also
1: told him Hunter S Thompson was her neighbor growing up. Uh, Hunter and and her dad Don Johnson were like best friends, and she said he was just really, uh, you know, a funny guy, but always gave me weird things like bird collars or goggles or a fishing. Okay, rod. weird. She is a good guess. She gives good couch, and in this case, she gave good hedge.
2: They're oh, mm-hmm. funny Lori, funny mm-hmm. Lori. <laughs> And she's been outspoken about her um depression as a teenage mm-hmm. uh, girl. I think that came out maybe about a month ago, um talking about it. And she said it has made me stronger. Mm-hmm. My parents, you know, got me help, and yeah. we were able to overcome it. You know, it's just that an I'm going to and who doesn't
1: talk smack about their neighbors when the time is appropriate. well, when you can <laughs> when you can, I've never been able to. you never have, not really.
2: But I did, all right, I can talk about, well, I did a long time ago, my Dinah neighbor who put like rabbit, um, things in their backyard and I was so nervous about my kids falling in them, you What's know, a rabbit, thing? like a rabbit, Oh, rabbit traps, traps. <gasps> they had these huge traps and I was just freaked out. And then finally we put up a fence. So that was gone. But I mean, no, I don't talk smack about my neighbors. You can't. I will
1: talk smack about my
2: neighbor's killer cat
1: right oh, now. Butter- oh, Butter Patch. Butter, butter Patch. Patch. Lori experienced it. No, no. Just, just this weekend. Yeah. Butter Patch, got, got at, a baby bunny.
2: Got,
0: Bambi, oh, what got are they, like a, a baby
1: bunny. And I had just seen the baby bunny the day before. And they are so cute. Did they leave it as
0: an offering for you?
1: No. Butter Patch? They, no, I p- saw Butter Patch <laughs> leaving my yard with the baby bunny in her mouth. Skedaddling. And I, was I just, told you when my... I was trying to save tra- the baby bunny, but I could see that yeah, Butter Patch is faster than me. And I was like, said to Casey, damn it, I wasn't looking outside. Because, I mean, I can't tell you what my neighbors must think of me when they see me sometimes at 7 o'clock in the morning running out. Get out of here. Scaring off the cat, Mm -hmm. doing its cat thing. But he likes coming through my yard to get to the deck at my neighbor's where the bunny hutch the Bunny Hotel is, if you will.
2: Well, oh, yeah, and you can sneak
1: through the fences. <laughs> the Bunny Hotel. The oh. Bunny Hotel is right right there. So, Julia, you're going to have yeah. a good time in Montana. I am. You're going to see some family. Yeah. You're going to celebrate a high school graduation. Mm-hmm. Just, and you're going to get the heck out of here I really, and leave me and I feel Holly bad. And I feel, feel bad. Because this
2: will be the first time since all this started, either of us haven't been on, you know,
1: so. We've wanted to call in uh, sick, but mental we can't. health days, but we can't. There's nobody but there's here. There's no one here. And uh, <laughs> Holly, Donnie, oh, you. I do have one thing that Donnie right. sent me. He wanted us to know that on Amazon, if you're if you like a sci-fi movie, he was recommending. I think it was called. Here it is. Let me tell you. He said, uh, despite the bad reviews, he's enjoying Space Force. So that's oh, from yes. Donnie Love. okay, because they hated it. He watched the first episode of Quiz on AMC, Thumbs Up, based on a true story. And he enjoyed The Vast of Night on Amazon. It's good old-fashioned sci-fi. Starts out a bit slow, but he really liked it. So there's Thank Donnie you. Love's TV contribution. All right, everybody. Us. All right. Be safe. Take it easy. And we'll see you tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.